Welcome in to another edition of Somewhat Mobile. Uh, I'm Adam Blacker with another remote edition, and I'm joined by Madeline Lenahan. Hi, Madeline. Hey, Adam. How's it? How's it going? Haven't seen you in a while now. Yeah, yeah. Well, we see each other on the you know the virtual chat space, Zoom, Skype, Hangout, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, it's going. It's. I think everyone's in the same uh, in the same boat. Uh, so you know, we're all just eating the same things and uh you know waiting for the apocalypse <laughs> to end so yeah living <laughs> laughing loving uh, actually but we're, we're gonna go through a news review uh we're gonna talk about apple and amazon a an in-app purchase deal that they struck with each other mpe team which is facebook's experimental publisher team we'll talk about what they've been pumping out lately Talk about Instagram TV. There, it's like a the YouTube of Instagram. That app is on the rise. Also, phishing apps. Uh, a new app, a different type of app that Voodoo, which is a hyper casual game publisher, they launched. It's a new app called Lobby. And then we recently we've been busy. Uh, Madeline and I helped on a couple of reports. One with uh, Braze and one with Mo Engage. That we'll we'll tell you about those and what went into that. Um, and then we'll play our favorite game of of In or Out, and we'll. We'll leave you be and to uh, continue to enjoy your quarantine. <laughs> yes. I'm excited. This will be good. Something to really break up my week, you know? Yeah. All right. So let's get into... This was super fascinating to me. Uh, Apple and Amazon made a deal. Now, uh, app store fees are a big deal. So for those of you who don't know, when you purchase a digital item within a mobile app, Apple or Google take a cut from the uh, take a cut of that payment from the publisher. Uh, meaning, you know, if you get a subscription to Headspace or you buy, you know, some item in your in your mobile game, they're taking 30% of that. Now, if you're a subscriber for over a year, if it's a subscription service, it gets knocked down to 15%. But the, it's a big point of contention. Um, and Spotify doesn't want to pay the fees. Netflix doesn't want to pay the fees. Both of them have stopped have stopped accepting payment through their apps. You actually have to when you're in the app. It it either well actually I don't even think they're allowed to direct you outside of the app. You essentially they like in a roundabout way tell you to basically go to their website and and buy it there. Um, and YouTube just last month they canceled all IAP subscriptions through Apple. So this is a big deal. Apple and Amazon struck a deal that allows Amazon Prime Video. To sell individual purchases. So not a subscription. So it's individual purchases of movies or TV shows. They're allowed to sell those to users outside of Apple's, and we're going to call them IAPs instead of in-app purchases, IAP model. Uh, So this means Apple doesn't get a cut of what users are spending. Now, why did they agree to that? Well, it's in Apple's best interest to provide a seamless and pain-free experience for their users. Um, You know, users have to go, having to go outside of the app to make a simple purchase is not ideal for Apple or the publisher, uh, which is Amazon in this case. So they finally came to the table. They made a smart move with Amazon, who's one of the you know premier streaming video services on the App Store. Um, and when this news came out, Apple said, this program actually already existed, even though literally no one knew about it, no one at all. Um, and so, you know, other providers who've been able to take advantage of this, which again, everyone just learned, is Canal Plus and Altice One, I believe, at least Canal Plus, I believe that's a, a streaming service from uh, the UK, or at least somewhere in Europe. Now, in order to get this deal, uh, Apple says premium providers, meaning, by the way, smaller services likely aren't able to be a part of this program. It's really probably just, you know, these really big companies that they're, they're making these deals with. They must offer a variety of customer benefits. 
essentially more integration with Apple. So this includes uh, integrating with Apple TV, uh, AirPlay support, tvOS apps, universal search, Siri support, things like that. Um, and so Apple gets a deeper integration with these premier services, and in exchange, certain items uh, Amazon doesn't have to pay the fee on. So that was that. It's it, you know for me at least it's it's that was information overload. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, I, I know I gave you a lot, but it, like this is this is like literally ki- kind of a groundbreaking deal in yeah. the app ecosystem because for years since the App Store launched in I think 2010. Um, you know, this is how business has been done, and companies have complained and complained and complained, and Apple hasn't given an inch, and all of a sudden they gave an inch, and we're low key like, oh yeah, no, this program exists already. Good cop, bad cop. Yeah. Um. So you know, maybe maybe through this we see other people like Spotify, Netflix, uh, and YouTube come back to the table as Apple realizes it's losing some of its its biggest players. But you know, I don't know. And and the same goes for for um for Google Play, but Apple, and I don't know why, by the way, so someone can tell me, but for some reason, the spotlight has really been on Apple and not Google in in these situations. Yeah, that's interesting. I feel like they're probably sick of looking like the bad guy just because they have so much power, though. It's almost not their fault, but it's interesting. I like the idea of the one-off purchases that Amazon Prime Video is doing. That's smart. Yeah. Um Especially with everyone home, not everyone wants to buy a subscription. Yeah, it's a good yeah, it's a good time. Um, what do you got for us on uh, Facebook's MPE team? All right. Well, on April thirteenth, Facebook's MP- MPE team launched another app called Kit or Keep in Touch. So, for those of you who don't know, Facebook's MPE team is essentially their experimental product team. Um, they've been releasing several apps over the last few months. And this latest one, Kit, it's really designed for the Apple Watch. So you can easily send messages without touching your phone. Um, so think voice recordings, emojis, location sharing, etc. Just supposed to be done with a simple touch. And I think you activate uh, your messages with a QR code. Um, and then that's how you can start messaging people as well. So we haven't seen any huge growth from this. No, uh, no. Very tiny. <laughs> yeah, I mean it is for the Apple Watch, so I'm not I'm not sure that we're gonna necessarily um I don't what I don't know is you know, if you have to do you have to download on your phone and the watch? Because right now it's yeah, it's got a minuscule amount of downloads. Yeah, that's a good question. I think uh, you know, maybe we should look into this before I just talk out of my wah, wah here. What? Um <laughs> What's okay? They ha- they have these other apps. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. They so they have six apps in total, but two of them have been shuttered. Right? If they don't work, they just completely remove them. Right. They're, they're just trying to see if something catches fire. Um, right. And- Nothing's caught fire yet, but their best one is tuned so far. Um, which I can read the description here. Tune is a private space where you and your significant other can just be yourselves. With Tune, you can be as mushy, quirky, and silly as you are together in person, even when you're apart. Creatively express your love, share your mood, exchange music, build a digital scrapbook. Sounds weird. Sounds a little corn doggy. Uh, I don't know if I would do this, but it has the most downloads, a little under 20,000 of all the MPE apps so far. Yeah, I could see it being something like fun to try with your significant other partner just to see what it, it, it's offered and you know i haven't downloaded it i haven't used it so i can't speak to it but 
at the end of the day, I imagine like people already kind of do this stuff just through SMS or they'll share. I mean, iMessage lets you right. share music. Uh, you're probably already on their Spotify playlist. Um, you know, my guess is with MPE team, they, they have a bunch of features built into all these things. And even if they're, they're learning, right, this is used to learn. So even if these apps don't take off, they're going to see what are the most used features um, and they're going to understand, hey, this is a feature or a style of a feature that we should build into a future app, or maybe we actually just build it into Facebook. Maybe we build it into an app that's popular that we already have. So even if these apps aren't successful, they can still provide a lot of valuable information to Facebook and they can build some of these things into their existing apps. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I think as much as I called their one app a little corny, I think these apps are pretty cool and that some of their features like you said are unique or like hobby is one of them um and that one sounds like one i could really get into too like kind of a a pinterest you know for doing more hobbies um and i don't see a lot of apps like those exploding but i know there's a market there so i think we're gonna see more from them and um you know maybe a greater product will come come out of all of these so we'll keep an eye on kit we'll keep you all updated but um so far that's that's the situation sweet okay so this week in optopia uh you know we, we're madeline and i we're we're cruising through the data we're looking at it every day and so this section is just a few things that we've noticed and first up is igtv it just stands for instagram mm. tv it's like the youtube of instagram you can post videos you can live stream um and it has a standalone app, but it also used to be available as a button within Instagram that you could click into. They removed that button in January. I think it had very little engagement. I know the standalone app wasn't doing well, but guess what, folks? We're all in quarantine. We're all looking for something guess extra. <laughs> yeah. So wait, I know you're not an Instagram guy. So do you have this standalone IGTV app or what? No, I'm the worst person to be doing this show. Um, I. <laughs> I, I literally, it, I don't, I mean, every now and then I'll, I not every now and then, a decent amount, actually, I download an app that I'm talking about for a little while to get the hang of it. But um, I mean, folks, half the apps I talk about, I've never used. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm talking to you about the data, though, the trends. So for this, I think it doesn't matter. I understand what the app does. But for certain apps, I'll definitely get in there. I'll get a little nitty gritty and I'll let you know what's going on. Um, data you know the social aspect no i'm just i'm just not a besides twitter i'm not really a a social media app person so uh you know other apps but you off off on your on your data uh speak yeah it's okay so the point is igtv it's seeing a surge you know people are home there's brands posting more there's people posting more uh you know for example uh i don't know how to is it glossier or glossier uh, they're they're I, they're like a fashion magazine, glossier, right? Yeah, but I call it glossier. All right, well, pass um, the glossier, and uh, <laughs> so that yeah, they're they're posting more to IGTV. Kim Kardashian's posting, and these are these are people and brands who haven't posted in months, I'm right? Just on IGTV, um, because also people are doing it as a really smart interview technique. So Miley Cyrus just came out with an IGTV show um, where she interviews like a broad range of celebrities, public figures. Um, Mm. She's been doing a lot talking about COVID. And I, right before this podcast, which made me slightly late for it, I was watching uh, a live interview with her and Elizabeth Warren. Okay. Very interesting. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's actually pretty interesting. Like, it, it's a really cool tool, and people are really into it now. And you can watch it live or save the clip for later and send it to people. So I think it's awesome. All right. Well, following this renewed engagement, IGTV noticed, right? And so they released an update. And the update enables users to, um, you know, post their IGTV content to their Instagram stories. And they also finally added a Discover tab. So before, you could really only just see videos from your friends. But now with the Discover tab, you're able to find things like what you were just watching, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and Bernie Sanders also went for it. <laughs> Yeah, Pat, but you, you you can't keep Bernie Sanders off the IGTV, let me tell you. <laughs> True. This is platform to shine. That's right. Um, <laughs> so uh, the next thing, uh, phishing apps. Did you see this coming? Yeah. All right. Shout out to all you dads out there. Where are my yeah. dads at? I, I, I won't spend too much time on this, but this is just more of a fun trend that we noticed. Uh, phishing apps, they're on their eyes. And it's because you could do it either by yourself or in small groups. And you just go out on a boat, get out. It's a nice, uh, if, you're a, if you're a fisher or an angler, as I learned that they're called, because I am not a fisher or an angler. Mm-hmm. Um, use the app to understand where you can catch what fish and what lures to use and where people have been recently catching them. Uh, these phishing apps, the largest one that we looked at is called a fish brain um and it also kind of doubles as like a niche social network it's actually just like a you know a feed like you would see on facebook or instagram and it's people talking about their latest catches and strategies and you know obviously they have pictures of their catches so uh you know if you're a newsletter reader you can you can read our last newsletter and check out the actual data on that and look at the spike um in daily active users but that's just an interesting thing that we're seeing happening right now due to quarantine times all right, our next <laughs> our next thing that uh, I just thought I- I'm just gonna spend two seconds on this. I thought it was interesting. Voodoo hyper game uh, hyper casual games publisher. They're absolutely massive. They they churn out games, you know, multiple games per month. They usually end up in the top charts. Um, but they released uh, a new style of app, not exactly a game. It's called Lobby. Uh, it-, it isn't getting too much pickup right now, uh, but we'll see if that changes in the in the coming days and. It is. It says in the description, it's all about connecting you with your friends or meeting new people. We basically made the best walkie-talkie ever. So I guess it's a walkie-talkie app, you know, not too dissimilar from a Discord app, and you can play one of their games called Hole. It's it's included in the app, and I think you can play with people. But it, I mean, it sounds just like a voice chat app, right? Right. That sounds. Oh, what's the other one called? Like Zello. Zello. Maybe. I think that's something like that. Maybe. I had um, a walkie-talkie app. Oh, Zell, yeah, yeah. Zell, I was super into it for like two weeks. <laughs> so t- wait, talk talk to me about that because I don't know. I've never used the the walkie-talkie. Shocker! I've never used the walkie-talkie <laughs> app. So, like, what is different between that and say a phone? Oh, it's called Zello. Okay, I have it up. Oh, it is Zello. Okay. Um, Z e l l o. Um, you know, it's just kind of. I think it's. I don't know. I don't honestly really understand what the point of it was because you could send a voice message over text, but I find that I don't like the way voice messages send over text. I don't know. They tend to not work out. I bet it's something about not using minutes or not using data because I know people Mm. use that app in like emergencies when there's a hurricane. See, that's fair too. I was going to say, I think you can pretty much like access it and get service anywhere with it. And it just is pretty fun because I think we all miss that you know playing with a walkie-talkie when we were younger and all of a sudden you're like holding down on your phone and my roommate and i would do it for a while so 
it, it was fun and also apparently good for emergencies <laughs> probably its intended purposes yeah, so this is Voodoo branching out into a new area. I think it's a hot space right now, these uh, different different versions of chat. Um, and so they're just trying it out, and we'll see how it goes for them. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to talk about this Braze report. I want to talk streaming. Stream- yeah, we did a streaming. I'm going to let you talk about it, but we I just want to settle up a teeny bit. We did a, a streaming video report uh, with our partners, Braze. They are a mobile marketing platform. Um, you can find it and you can find the mobile gauge report that we're about to talk about at aptopia.com slash resources. But Madeline, tell me about it. Sure. Yeah. Well, one, we, we love our friends at, at Braves and Mo Engage. So thank you all. You know, obviously this has been a crazy year. Okay. 2020 is a weird one, but it's also a huge year for streaming. So that's what we decided to dive into. Um, some of our big takeaways, we continue to see week-over-week increases in streaming sessions uh, since we've all been social distancing in March. That accounted for like a 30% increase overall month-over-month. Month. Um, we found out but content. These, these are for oh, streaming yeah. video apps like, like uh, you know, anything like Netflix, Twitch, yeah. YouTube TV, uh, Adult Swim. I just want to make sure that people understand. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it's, there's so much talk, too. Disney Plus, everyone's binging Tiger King on Netflix. All of these are huge. Netflix is the most downloaded. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone here. Um, but content definitely proves to be king here. Content drives engagement. Um, so we found that when we looked back at the year, Adult Swim, for instance, saw huge upticks in engagement just due to one show, due to Rick and Morty. Um, so during these interesting times and as competitors enter onto the scene like Quibi, um, we're definitely going to see people take on, I think, different strategies. And if they incorporate content and a good customer engagement strategy, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that. Um, I think you'll you'll be good to go. You'll be good to compete even in a crowded space. Yeah, and so just in case you're you're a company that has nothing to do with streaming, what this report is really about is we looked at, you know, the months before and after Disney Plus launched. And why we did that is we wanted to understand that um, what happens to an already competitive and already crowded space when a very big player launches. One, does that player have success? And two, is anyone able to ride their success, take advantage of their success? Um, are there winners? Are there losers? So in that report, Disney Plus, la- their launch was sort of our anchor. And I think there are a lot of takeaways there um, for people you know, outside of streaming as well. For example, we found that when we broke out winners and losers, our winners, our top performers, uh, we found out that during the months surrounding the launch of Disney+, Plus, they were 21% more likely to send push notifications to people who ended up, you know, growing their downloads, growing their MAU in sessions, and 300% more likely to be sending in-app messages. So, you know, the engagement, but obviously the right engagement, um, which Braze, those people are experts at, they can walk you through that. That's really important. Um, and then, yeah, what, what Madeline was speaking about, Rick and Morty, it's so interesting. We, you, Madeline, you did a great job looking at, through. She found these main drivers of all these different networks. So obviously for HBO, it's Game of Thrones. And for Adult Swim, we found out that it was Rick and Morty, right? This one show that really drives the bulk of the engagement, the bulk of the new installs. And um, <laughs> Rick and Morty far and above uh, just like crushed it for, for Adult Swim compared to other shows for other um 
for other networks. So when we say content is king, um, if you have even just one effective piece of content, it can essentially like you can ride your entire app, your entire network off that. Right, which is huge. And I think that's why there's such a content push right now. And they're trying different tactics of releasing these premiere movies that would have been in theaters now. Mm. Um, so I wonder how that's going to impact engagement. So I guess we'll just have to see. Yeah, and we're going we're gonna to talk about more about that in a second, those movies. Um, yeah, so go to aptopia.com slash 2020 year of streaming. 2020 year of streaming is hyphenated. And check that report out. And then we also, um, our friends at MoGage, they, we, we did a report with them. This, this report is, is absolutely massive and, and beautifully designed as well. Um, it's, it's wide ranging. <laughs> so it, it essentially looked at the impact of COVID-19, the virus on a bunch of different industries. We're talking streaming, food delivery, e-commerce, travel and hospitality, much, much more. And, uh, we went across multiple geographical regions. So, uh, all around the globe. I'm not going to get into everywhere right now, uh, but just some some highlights that will just hit you with. And again, uh, I don't have the specific link, but aptopia.com slash resources, you'll find it. Um, the airline industry in the EU, they were most impacted compared to other airlines around the world. Saw a 40% drop in downloads, so new users, right? Why are you downloading? You're, you're not really probably going to be downloading an app right now unless you're downloading it to cancel your plane ticket that you bought on the web. Um, and then in Southeast Asia, um, Europe and the Middle East, we saw a decrease in new users um, for for e-commerce. So, but sorry, I should let me say that over again. For e-commerce in Southeast Asia, e-commerce apps, Europe, Middle East, again, decrease in new users. Not you're not attracting a lot of new people to come shopping. But there was an increase in DAU, so daily active users. Um, I think there's a lot of deals going on right now, so it's hard to get someone to download your app. But you're pushing out a lot of deals. You have a lot of time. Maybe you're doing some window shopping. Maybe you are getting uh, taking advantage of these deals, and that's mm-hmm. why we see that that interesting contrast. Now, I we might actually for our next podcast, we might be uh, having a little bit of a discussion slash interview with someone from MoEngage where we can go over this report with a little more uh, a little more in depth. We that is TBD. Yeah. So in the meantime, go to aptopia.com/slash/COVID19 business impact. COVID-19 business impact are all hyphenated. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> all right. We're, we're, if you notice, this this episode's going to be shorter than, than previous ones uh, because <laughs> we just yammer on for, for way too long, so we're trying not to do that in this episode. So we're already at our favorite game of In or Out. Oh, yes. Best time. Uh, I'm sure this is like what people are really here for anyway. So I think so. I think everyone fast forwarded and they're just they've landed here. So um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have Madeline already spoke about this. Uh, you know, you can there were movies that were going to be in theaters. No one's going to the theaters now. And so they're available to purchase on your smart TVs for $20, nineteen ninety nine. Um, Madeline. And the, the, the thing is, this is more than you would be spending in theater for that movie but you do get it in your home and you get to see it now are you in or out on that hmm hmm i'm (laughs) wow live decision it's just that i'm technically out on it but with a you know but can i can i talk more yeah 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 Uh, 
All right. So, I mean, our company was generous enough to say, guys, we want you to watch a freaking movie and enjoy yourself. So we're going to sponsor that $20 movie purchase. So now I am going to do it because that's crazy. And I'm going to live a life I've never lived before and buy a $20 premiere. I'm going to buy Emma. Um, It's off of a Jane Austen book. I love that shit i eat that up for breakfast so i'm gonna do it i'm gonna treat myself so like i'm out normally during any other situation but shout out to our leaders for letting us expense that fearless leaders yeah oh i'm out as well like i'm not i mean it's hard to get me to go to a movie in a movie theater anyway these days and it, and that's cheaper than 20 bucks like you know it, you're never gonna get 20 dollars out of me sitting at home like that so uh but yeah of course i'm gonna take up aptopia on their on their offer to to uh, for us to expense, you know, a movie like that. So I'll definitely do that. I have no idea what I'm gonna watch yet, but uh, normally, mm. normally out. All right, what, what yeah, do you, you got? Figure that oh. out. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, there's just so many possibilities. Like you could technically, you know, get a a, a, a subscription to something for a lot cheaper than that one time twenty dollar purchase. Right. But also, My, just yeah. to comment on your thing earlier, like twenty bucks if you think about it. That actually is cheaper than going to the movies because you're going to take your girl and tickets are now like 15 bucks each. And maybe you're going to get a drink or popcorn. And, and now you get Ooh, 20 bucks po- to be in your own home. I didn't th- I didn't think about the you're right. I was thinking like twelve dollar ticket, at least, you know, where I am um, and 12 mm-hmm. times two, twenty four. So you're right. Technically, it is. It's like a ten dollar. That's a good point. I didn't think about that way. Yeah, and then I'm I'm could be wrong, but I would imagine you get to watch it more than once if you like loved it. Yeah, I'll, I'm. It's so hard for me to watch something more than once. Yeah, I mean, same. Anyways, I'm convincing myself into it. I'm sticking with out. So moving on to my in and out. Yeah, what do you got? What do you got? What are you gonna ask me here? All right, I thought of this because TikTok had something in the news. How do you feel about parental restrictions? Parental locks on tech like you see this with smart tvs on channel guides now tiktok is allowing parents to restrict the content that their kids see they're like those jitterbug cell phones I'm, i know you don't have kids i know i don't have kids maybe we're the last people who should be speaking about this but are you in or out Madeline, we gotta start a new podcast where we just tell everyone how to parent Parenting advice. I know. Parenting advice with two people in their in their mid to late twenties who don't have children. Listen, I got tons of ideas. Okay. Uh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So I, I'm uh, I'm in. I'm in. Sorry. I'm in. I like it. I like the parental restrictions. Um, I think as a parent that you know the <laughs> the world is a scary place, people. And so if you don't want your kids looking at something specific on or or during a specific time, if there's like time that's dedicated to homework or just or if it's just like a lockdown on screen time, like hey, you've been watching this shit way too long, like you can't spend eight eight hours a day, you know, burning your eyeballs. Or if you just don't want them to see something you find you know not appropriate for them, yeah, I'm game. Do it all because because the other thing is when the kid gets smart enough and when the kid gets to a certain age um you know if they're not that smart regardless they're going to figure out how to get around this and you know you're only going to be able to do it for so long anyway so yeah take advantage while you can the kid's going to outsmart your shit wow um all right well i'm going to use part of your argument to say i am so out on parental restrictions listen parents you need to unleash your kids all right take them off that backpack leash in the store because 
like you said, they're going to figure it out. So I think you make it more tempting when you restrict a kid from being able to see something. And also, I feel like just don't let them have it, period. Like maybe just for me, I feel like just don't give your kid a cell phone until a certain age. I mean, except for like maybe one for emergencies or something. And if they're like, well, mom, everyone's on TikTok. I'd be like, well, you know what? That's called FOMO. And we need to talk about how you shouldn't feel FOMO because FOMO's losers, you know? It's interesting. You, you, you're, you're out on it, but you're, a piece of your <laughs> argument was go just like full on restriction. Well, I just think let them. Well, you know, I grew up in a home where they just let us run completely freaking wild. So I, I just feel like maybe I turned out better because there wasn't really any remaining TikTok temptation. <laughs> then again, I didn't have TikTok growing up. So, yeah, no, no. Was, we we grew up in a different world. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah, all right, let let let's get into closing thoughts and let's get out of here. Um, closing thoughts. I don't have a ton, uh, and I will say, um, digital banks. So uh, we're we're gonna look at them coming to the United States. There's some already here that a lot of people don't even know about, like Simple and Viro. Uh, but there's a you know the big name players, at, you know Revolut, N26. Uh, or Revolut, I honestly don't know. Uh, out of the UK, they're coming to the US. Uh, they're trying to get you to put your money in their accounts, and we're going to look at how successful they're, they are at doing that. So that'll be coming up, I don't know, sometime within the next 30 days. Stay tuned. Madeline, you got any closing thoughts? Cool. No, I hate to say it, my coffee just hit me right at the end. That's why I'm Ooh, all jazzed. So. Could have used it earlier. <laughs> I got nothing. I've been getting worse and worse as this podcast progresses because I'm just wired. So, excellent. All right, guys. Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's get out of here. Have a good one, everybody. Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich. What? The GK Vons and Sugar Dimes can't quit. What? Now pop the caucus in the Vega and get lit. What? 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 Introducing Phantom of the Dark. Walk through my heaven with levitation from Reefers, Drench, and Deep as a Nation.